Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Sunday in your presence. A special day in your presence. Hallelujah. I pray that everything that you are waiting on the Lord for, everything that you are waiting on the Lord for, let his way, let his will be done concerning that thing. Hallelujah. Whilst you are waiting patiently, Christ make a move. Christ make a move. I said, may Christ make a move. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. You too will have a testimony. I said, you too, you will have a testimony. You too will have a testimony. Wonderful. Today we want to share from the book Lycos. And I want to share from a very short chapter, it says, understanding how lay ministry is a type of helps ministry. That is chapter 12 in the book Lycos, understanding how lay ministry is a type of helps ministry. Why don't you all turn your books to chapter 12 as we read it? 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 28. It says, And God hath set some in the church. Say some. some. In the church. In the church. Say some. some. In our church. In our some. some. In our church. In our church. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, And God hath set some in the church. First, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles. Then, gifts of healing. Helps. Government. Diversities 
of tongues. Hallelujah. All these ministries God had set in the church. And God did not set them all in one person. He says, and God had set some in the church. Are we in a church? Are you part of some? Say, I am also somebody. God did not mention anybody's name. Amen. Amen. Are you somebody? somebody. Then God has also set you in the church into a particular ministry. He says God had set some in the church to be first apostles. God set some to be apostles. You can't have all the members being apostles. God had set some first apostles. Secondarily, there are some whom God has said to be prophets. Amen. Amen. Thirdly, there are teachers. Can you teach? Can you learn something and teach somebody? Then you are a somebody in the church. You are a somebody in the church that God has set to teach. God has set you to prophesy. God has set you to start a church. Amen. Amen. After that, miracles. God can work miracles through you. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? That you can lay your hands on the sick and pray for the sick and it shall be well. Amen. Amen. Not you. Not you who is doing it. It is God who has set you to be that. He says he has set some to be like that. He has set some to be miracle workers. Amen. Amen. Then gifts of healing. You can pray for someone and he will be healed. If you are a somebody in the church. Are you a somebody in the church? Yes. Perry, God can make you. He says he has set some. He has chosen to set some. Amen. Amen. Ernest, God can set you up to be a miracle worker. Amen. You see, and you look, you look at yourself and then you say, I'm not a type. I'm not, I'm, I, don't, I don't sound like a prophet. I am not a prophet. Amos was not a prophet. It is God who sets you up. He says in the church, just in the church, he chose some and then he set them to be prophets. He set some to be teachers, some to be apostles, some to be miracle workers, some to, some to be helps, some to be in the helps ministry, some to be administrators in the government. There is government also in the church. Amen. Amen. Diversities of tongues. Hallelujah. Lay ministry is simply another form of the helps ministry. Now you will all understand what is lay ministry. Lay ministry in Greek means lykos. And what it means is that ordinary people, regular people, people who are non-complex, Simple workers. People who wake up 9 to 5 to go to work. They go to work, they punch in. Do you punch in at work? Or you have to sign in. People who have supervisors. Or people who supervise others. Ordinary people. People who sit on the train to go to work. People who sit and drive their own cars to work. Amen. Not people who are chauffeured. 
not professional Bible schoolers, not professional theologians, but ordinary people. He says the lay ministry is simply another form of the helps ministry. The main line of work in the church is the ministry of apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and prophets. There are, however, people who are called to help these principal ministers of the body of Christ. There are people in the church whom God has set to be helpers. God has set people to be helpers. Amen. Amen. Can you help to do something in the church? Can you help the pastor do something? Can you help the prophet do something? Can you help the teacher of the word do something? You are anointed to be a helper. Hallelujah. The word helps comes from a Greek word, antilepsis, which means to aid, to participate, to support, to relieve, and to assist. There are some of you who can assist. There are some of you who can support. Some of you can help. Hallelujah. In a sense, the health ministry is a vague, limitless, and undefined ministry. Help is not easy to define, and it can take almost any form. Any form. Anything that someone can do that will alleviate the person of extra responsibility is help. Amen. Amen. If someone can visit somebody in the church such that the pastor needn't go visit that person, that is great help. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? If someone can gather shepherds to teach them such that the pastor can be relieved to counsel others or to meet people and to talk to them, that is help. Anything that someone can do to alleviate someone from doing it. If someone can play the keyboard or someone can sing such that the pastor doesn't need to learn to do all these things, that is great help. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That is help. There are things that are helpful, and so anything that is helpful can be considered as the help ministry. Hallelujah. The Bible has several examples of help ministers. And these examples help to reveal what a true help minister is. Indeed, lay ministry is one of the largest sections of help ministry. Hallelujah. An unpaid lay person can assist an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, or apostle in many different ways. The lay person can assist by preaching the word of God. Amen. Amen. The lay person can assist by preaching the word of God. Amen. I was in the Manhattan church, and I was assisting Reverend Osei, and whenever he travels, I will preach to the church. I was helping him. Because of what I was able to do, he was able to travel. That is help. Anything that you can do to alleviate someone of extra responsibility, that is help. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you can do anything to alleviate the pastor or the teacher or the prophet 
from doing certain other things, you are a help minister. Amen. You are a help minister. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. A lay person can assist by doing administrative work. There are people in the church who do administrative work. There are people in the church who write letters for me. There are people in the church who write letters on my behalf when people visit us. When people visit us, I want to write letters to them. There are people in the church who do that. There are people in the church who call people on my behalf when people come to visit us. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? A lay person can do that. A lay person can assist by caring for and supporting a minister of God. A lay person can do that. A lay person can can care for a minister of God. That he will see to it that the minister of God is taken care of. A lay lay person cares about the needs of the minister of God. Amen. Amen. A lay person assesses that the minister of God may need this. The minister of God may need that. The minister of God, you see, that is, a, that is help. That is help. Instead of the pastor saying, wait, I need to take care of this. He will find someone taking care of that. That the person knows that at this point, the pastor needs this. At this hour, the pastor needs that. Amen. That is help ministry. Hallelujah. When someone does any of these things without charge, he is a layman in the health ministry. Hallelujah. Now, every great institution has this department of helpers. Every great institution. If you go to the hospital, for instance, they have... You see, when you go to the hospital, who are you going to see? You are going to see the doctor. Do you understand? When you go to the hospital or you go to the clinic, the person that you are going to see, the person that you had in mind as you took off is the doctor. But there are several other people in the office or in the institution or in the hospital who are not doctors. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? There are several people and they all have something to do that the doctor will need or the doctor needs to do. The doctor needs to know your name, know your address, know your age, know who is your next of kin. In case you cannot talk, you cannot do certain things, who decides for you, who makes decisions. The doctor needs to know all of that. So the doctor would have asked you to come to the office and will ask you all these questions. But there are people who will do this kind of work for you such that the doctor would be alleviated so he will focus on your sickness. Amen. Amen. The doctor needs to make the environment clean. If the doctor is going to take care of you, he wants you to walk into a clean environment. Hallelujah. So he needs help ministry. He needs people who will clean the place. He needs people who will make sure that as you are walking in, you are not walking in with a terrorist. So there are people who he has had, who are there, who are watching, who goes in and who comes out. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? There are people who make sure that you come in the right time. There are people who will take even certain things pertaining to your health, such as your vital signs. 
They will assess all of these things before the doctor will see you. Every great ministry, every great corporation needs helpers. Hallelujah. They need helpers. Wherever you go, you will encounter a lot of helpers before you even see the main person. And sometimes, after the helpers have met you, talked to you, done so many things, you feel well already. The nurse, after taking your vital signs, by the time you get to see the doctor, they know what is wrong with you. Hallelujah. And so can you imagine if the doctor did not have all these helpers? That for one person, he has to clean the place for you. He has to protect you. Make sure that there's no one following you. He has to make sure that your vital signs are taken. He has to make sure that as you come in, he he will lay the bed for you. You have to sleep. When you get up, he has to clean the place. And so many things that he will not even have time to focus on your illness. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So let's look at some examples of help ministers. Some examples of help ministers in the Bible. One, Onesephorus, the help minister of Paul. Onesephorus. Say Onesephorus. Say we want Onesephoruses in our church. Ask your neighbor, do you know Onesephorus? We want to only sephorize our members. Amen. The members of this church are going to be only sephorized. Look at this. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 16. Bishop writes from the message Bible. He says, can we project the message? He says, but God blessed only sephorus and his family. For a minister to pronounce such blessings. Listen to this. He said, but God blessed Onesephorus and his family. Why? But God blessed Onesephorus and his family. He says, many is the time I have been refreshed in that house. Ow. The pastor says, Onesephorus' house. May the Lord bless the house of Onesephorus. May God bless Onesephorus and his family. He says, many is the time, many times have I been refreshed in Onesephorus' house. Many times when I go to Onesephorus' house, I feel refreshed. Mm. Onesephorus' house. Amen. This is a church member who avails his house to the pastor. That when the pastor comes in, he feels refreshed. Are you the type that when the pastor comes to your house, he feels refreshed? Some of you, a pastor will visit you. There's even no water for the pastor to drink. The pastor has told you, I'm coming to your house this weekend. I'm coming to your house this weekend. And then when the pastor comes, you say, Pastor, would you like tea? Okay, I have to go to the store and buy tea and come. But Paul says, may God bless the house of Onesephorus. May God bless the house of Onesephorus. When I'm there, I don't feel I need anything. When I'm there, I feel refreshed. I am refreshed. 
You see, some of you don't value even the presence of a man of God in your house. You shut off the man of God from your house. Some of you don't value it. But he said, Paul in his heart, when he wakes up, he said, my Lord, may you bless the house of Onesephorus. May the Lord bless the house of Onesephorus and his family. Amen. Amen. May the Lord Onesephorize these members. May the Lord make you like Onesephorus. That your house shall be a house of refreshing to a minister of God. He says, and he wasn't embarrassed a bit that I was in jail. He wasn't embarrassed. He wasn't embarrassed that Paul is coming from jail. He said, may God bless the house of Onesephorus. That Onesephorus could host me. Whenever I come, he says, not once did I go. Many times. Many times it wasn't inconvenient. A pastor has come to visit you. Maybe the pastor came for an all night and he says, you know, I want to spend the night in your house. And then the pastor has come. He says, pastor, it's very late. Would you like to eat something? But not on Isephorus' house. He feels refreshed. He feels refreshed. Amen. Amen. Pastor, we don't drink juice in this house. Would you like juice? <laughs> what are you trying to tell the pastor? Pastor, would you, is, 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 would, would, you, would you like me to the, take the fish out? The fish is frozen. You see, if you ask a man of God a question like that, do you think he is a wicked man to say, 2 a.m., go and defrost the fish and cook for me. Amen. Some of you don't take value in that. Some of you don't take value. You don't take it seriously. But Paul said, may the Lord bless the house of Onesephorus. May God bless the house of Onesephorus. Hallelujah. He says, the first thing he did when he got to Rome was look for me. He looked me up. Onesephorus, when he arrived in Rome, he didn't hide from Paul. He said, this man of God, when he comes, it's too much for me. He, but he looked for him. He looked for him. May God, on the last day, treat him as well as he treated me. Ah, what a prayer. Listen, that on the last day, when Christ is giving his gift, crowns, that the person, the church member who hosted the pastor, his prayer is the Lord, my crown. How you are going to treat me? Treat me the same way as you are going to treat on Onesephorus. What a blessing. Very refreshing. Very refreshing. You see, I can understand Paul very well. And I can understand why Paul is praying such a prayer. He says, and then there was all the help he provided in Ephesus. Hallelujah. I can understand. I can understand. You see, there are times that, you know, someone is having an occasion. Someone is having something. And the person is having it maybe Saturday night. And I want to come to the person. I want to come. You know, there are many times that my... My family and I, we had to sleep in a hotel just so we can come to your situation. Many times. 
Many times. But you see, Paul had someone in the church, someone who had prepared a place, someone who has a place, and says, whenever you are here, whenever you are in Ephesus, this place is there. You don't need to call. You don't need to call. He says, you don't need to call. Here is a key. You don't need to call. You don't need to inform me, pray inform me. Oh, you didn't notify me in advance a week or ahead or two weeks that you were coming. He says, I'm refreshed. I'm refreshed. When I come on Isephorus, everything is fresh. Amen. Everything is refreshed. Hallelujah. So I can really understand Paul's heart. Praying for Onesephorus. Number two, the 70 lay elders, the helpers, the help ministers of Moses. These 70 elders were to help him in his pastoral care of the people of Israel. Laymen also helped in the pastoral care of the flock of God. The 70 elders were lay people who were not part of the priesthood. The 70 elders that were with Moses, they were not of the priesthood. Amen. They were not of the priesthood. And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bearest it not thyself alone. God saw that the minister needed help. He says, I will give you 70 others. And I will place my spirit, the spirit that is in you, the spirit that I, God, place in you. I will take of that spirit and I will put upon these 70 that they will do the work with you, that you don't bear the whole burden all by yourself. Hallelujah. The 70 health ministers of Jesus' evangelistic ministry. Is somebody being blessed this afternoon? I don't know if there's a thing about 70, but there was a 70 elders that Moses chose. God asked Moses to choose, and God anointed them with the spirit of Moses. That same spirit that was upon Moses. Now the Bible says also here, it says, it says in Luke chapter 10 and verse 2, but it says this, this number 3, we are reading number 3. The 70 helps ministers of Jesus' evangelistic ministry. It says Jesus was assisted by the 70 elders whom he sent out to prepare the way for his evangelistic campaign. Every evangelist needs forerunners who will prepare the way for the big campaign that is coming up. Every evangelistic minister, he needs forerunners. He needs people who will go ahead, who will go to the evangelistic grounds, who will go to prepare the ground. Every evangelist needs such people. Amen. 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 When... When Healing Jesus was going to Zimbabwe, there were forerunners who went ahead to campaign, to prepare the place, to set up, to gather the people.
to encourage the people. There are other forerunners who could not go to Zimbabwe who are here in this church as helpers who are also supporting them financially. Amen. Amen. Every evangelist needs such forerunners. Jesus needed such forerunners. Look at Luke chapter 10 and verse 1. He says, and these things, the Lord appointed, he said, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also. Other 70 also. I'm not sure, but does it mean that there were some 70 that he sent before? There may be this thing about 70. May there be 70 of you who will be anointed with the spirit of lighthouse. May the Lord raise up 70 amongst you. May there be 70 of you. There will be 35 here. And 35 of you here. Receive that spirit. Receive that spirit. The spirit of a helper. That you also, you will rise up. Amen. He says, after this, the Lord appointed other 70 also. And sent them two and two before his face into the city and place whither he himself would come. Hallelujah. Look at that. It says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two by two. He sent them two by two, two and two, before his face into every city and place whether he himself would come. Jesus was sending these people two by two into places, these forerunners, to go to the place where he wanted to go. He himself wanted to go to these places. But he could not go to all these places at one time. But he wanted to, his heart was to be there. He wanted to be with them. He wanted to be with the people. He wanted to be at the wedding. He wanted to be at your baby dedication. He wanted to be at your funeral. He wanted to be there with you. He wanted to support the people. He wanted to pray for the people. He wanted to be there. So he sent two people who had the same spirit, two people who had the same voice, two people who would say the same things. That He, said he sent them two by two to the places where he himself wanted to go, the places where he wanted to go. He says, I want to be there with you. I want to support you. I want to sit with you. I want to hug you. But I'm sending these two. I am sending these two. Amen. Amen. Whether he himself would come. The place where he himself wanted to go. Hallelujah. So you see, there's a need for the help. There's so much need for help that this person called you. It wasn't the pastor that called you, so it doesn't count. The pastor wanted to call you, but you see, the, the, it wasn't possible at that time. So I sent these two to call you. I sent these two. Seventy amongst them that he chose who had, who had the same voice, who were going to say the same things. If you want to go to a person or you want to go to a place, to do a particular thing, would you send someone who will not do the same thing, who will do the opposite? Would you send someone who is against you? Would you send someone who is disloyal to you? 
you will send someone who has the same voice. So God placed the same spirit upon these 70 men. Said so that when they speak, it's as though Moses was talking. Hallelujah. He says, whither he himself would go. Therefore said he unto them. This is the reason why he had to send the two. He says, therefore said he unto them. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. This is Jesus. Jesus needed help. May you be a helper. May you have a helper spirit. To have the same voice as the pastor. Hallelujah. To have the same spirit like the pastor. Amen. Number three. Priscilla and Aquila. Ministers of Paul. Priscilla and Aquila. These were people, when Paul moved to Corinth, these were people who hosted him. They said, come and live with us. We will will take care of you so you can do the work. We have a place for you to stay so you can do the work. So he says, great. Do you think Paul will ever forget these people? Maybe if these people had not hosted him, the church in Corinth would not have come to pass. So he says, greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers, my fighters, my roommates. And pastor, when he comes to my house, he eats too much. You know? Pastor, when he comes to my house, I want this, I want that, I want that. I... But he says, he says, Paul left the place. He says, Paul, he says I'm refreshed when I'm in Onesiphorus' house. Not once. I didn't go there once. Many times. Many times. Many times. I am refreshed. I love going there. When I'm going to Onesiphorus' house, I don't feel I'm going to inconvenience him. Amen. Amen. There are many times that I want to come and just be with the people. There are many times that, that when you think of driving 80 miles to come and then leaving the people around 1 a.m. to go back 80 miles and then come back in the morning. You need a place where you can be refreshed. Be refreshed. Be refreshed. You just need a place where you can be refreshed. Amen. May you be an Onesiphorus. He says, greet Romans 16.3. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus. My helpers. They were helpers. What did they do? They hosted him. They gave him a place to sleep. They gave him a place to sleep. And they found him a job. Amen. Would you find the pastor a job? Host him and find him a job. Number five, urban. Urban. Romans 16 and verse 9. Urban. He says, salute urban. He deserves salutation. Salute urban. Our helper, our helper. Our helper in Christ. And Stachis, my beloved. Wow. May you be an urban. And may you be a Stachy. 
Lisbeth, may you be a Staki and an Urban. Only Sephiroth. Only Sephiroth spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of you can be helpers. I say a lot of you can be helpers. Women are called to be helpers of the ministry. There are so many women who can be helpers in the ministry. In Jesus' ministry, he was supported by women. Women supported the ministry of Christ. Hallelujah. I am praying that the women in this church will be transformed into helpers. Women who help in the ministry. Luke chapter 1 and verse 3. Verse, Luke chapter 1 and verse, uh, Luke chapter 8 and verse 1. Luke chapter 8 and verse 1. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, And it came to pass afterwards that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Do you know who we are talking about? Who are we talking about? Jesus. He says he went to, he, he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the 12 were with him. The 12 disciples were with him. The 12 apostles were with him. Verse 2, he says, and certain women, say certain women. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. You see, you are all laughing at Mary. But I'm telling you, you see, you have no idea how many demons are in you. You have no idea. Amen. You see, this your quarreling spirit is a demon. This your cantankerous spirit is a demon. Do you understand? This stubborn spirit is a demon. You see, it is not for nothing that you yourself, you know that you are stubborn. You agree that you are stubborn. This your way that nobody can cross you and get away with it. You see, you know yourself. You see, it is a demon. This gossiping spirit is a demon. Amen. This your behavior of spending, you can just spend. It's a demon. A demon that is in you. I'm telling you. It's a demon. You can't control your spending. This mouth, you have no idea that it's a demon-possessed mouth. So when the Bible is saying that Mary Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils, you, that about 12 devils have left you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think it's not for nothing that it's not, it's not, it, think of, it's not, it's not a spirit that when you come to church, you are showing men your breasts. It's a demon. It's a demon. Why do we need to see your breasts? And you know, you can't control it. You know that. Listen, I'm not looking at you. Just cover yourself. Just cover yourself. You are coming to church. 
You are not going to a, mid, a nightclub. And you, demons. So when we are talking about Mary Magdalene, don't laugh. Because when you are, let me tell you, when you are delivered, you realize that you will not wear those things anymore. I'm telling you. I am telling you. When you are delivered, you will look at that dress and you say, did I really wear this dress in the past? You will put it in the fire. It's a demon. I, I, I've been a pastor for a while. And I have seen when women are delivered, suddenly their dresses are coming up and up and up and up. And, up. and then they are wearing cattle neck, cattle neck. They have covered their neck. They don't even want you to see their necks. I know. I know. There are some of you, there are some of you, when I'm talking to you, you don't see that I'm always looking out. It's a demon. Why should I look up when I'm talking to my church member? You see, you are being delivered right now. You are being delivered. You are being delivered. Amen. True or not true? It says, out of whom went seven devils. Verse 3. And Joanna the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. Let's read the NIV. Let's read the NIV so that people will understand very well. It says, after this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The 12 were with him. You see, the 12 were with him. In addition, verse 2, it says, And also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household. Susanna. And many others, these women were helping to support them. Helping to support who? And who are they? Helping who? Jesus and his disciples. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. Out of their own means. Hallelujah. Women who had been delivered from evil spirits. And from various diseases, hallelujah, they did not get deliverance and then went about looking for husbands because now they are clean. Now they are marriageable. Do you understand? Now, now, now I, I am presentable. Now I am healed of my infirmities, so I am presentable. But they went, they said, they, they, you see, some of you, when you receive your blessings, we don't see you anymore. When you receive your blessings, you become some way. When you receive your blessings, you even stop singing, you stop dancing, you stop doing a lot of things in the church. Some of you, when you receive your blessings, you are keeping the house of God so clean. But when you receive your blessings, you stop. 
you stop. But these women, they did not. They did not receive deliverances and run away. But they were helping Jesus. These were women who came to help them. You see, Jesus and his disciples, they were also workers. Do you understand? Some of them, Jesus was a carpenter, for instance. And his disciples were fishermen. Some of them were working for the IRS. Do you understand? And these are people who left their jobs. They left their jobs, and now they are in full-time ministry. They are concentrating. Everything they have is in the ministry. So they needed help. They needed helpers. So the Bible says these women, they were supporting them. They were helping them out of their own means. Out of their own means. How? How were they supporting them? Does it, is it out of their own means? It means that, were they stealing? It means they were working. They were working and they were ma- making money and they were supporting the ministry. These were lay ministers. There were women who were also lay ministers. Women who were doing the ministry work. Women who were going with them in the evangelistic fields. Supporting them. They say, you go ahead and preach. We are here with you. You go ahead. Minister, we are here to support you. We are here to take care of your needs. Don't worry about what you will eat. Don't worry about what you will drink. Don't worry about the places where you will sleep. We will take care of all of that. Don't worry about going to this city. We have booked hotels for you. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you, when you are, you are inviting the pastor to come for something, you don't even say, I will book a hotel for you. <laughs> hey, pastor. Hey, may you be a help minister. Ask your neighbor, what is wrong with that? But these women were helping the ministry. They were helping the ministry out of their own means. Hallelujah. They were not just people who just came to look. They were not gossipers. Amen. They were not gossipers. They didn't come just to look. But these were women who came to minister to him. Look at another one in Matthew chapter 27. Matthew chapter 27. Verse 54. Hallelujah. Verse 54. Look at that. It says, now when the centurion and they that were with Jesus watching and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. Verse 55. And many women, say many women. Look, there should be many women in the ministry. There should be many women, including you. Margaret, including you. Many women. Hallelujah. Many women. He said there were many women. Did they say many men? No. Was it many men? No. The previous chapter, the previous scripture, was it many men? No. Many women. Many women were there beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee. They followed Jesus from Galilee. They were following him. 
To sin so that they will have something to gossip about. To say that we two were there, we saw it with our own eyes. If the frog comes up on the water to tell you there is a crocodile in the bathroom, because I was there. Is that what they wanted to say? I saw it with my own eyes. Believe what I'm... Is that what they wanted to go and do? But when women are following, isn't that what they are trying to get? They are trying to get so that they can say that they were also there. But these women, they were following. He says they were following Jesus from Galilee. Ministering unto him. Ministering unto him. Caring for him. Supporting him. Wiping his face. Would you wipe my face when I'm sweaty? (laughs) Wiping his face. Supporting him. They were following, ministering unto him. Verse 56. Among which was Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Hoses and the mother of Zebedee's children. All women. Among them, there were many women. Many women supporting Jesus. Many women supporting him. Hallelujah. Many women following and supporting him. You see, women are a great support in the ministry. I tell you, women are a great support in the ministry. Clap for the women. Yeah. Clap for the women in this church. Now, that is the reason why, that is the reason why women are also a great target for demons. Oh, yes. I'm telling you. That is why women are a great target for demons. Look, your somewhereness, don't think it's ordinary. Because if you don't understand that you are under attack by demons, you will never be delivered. You see, women can break a ministry or make a ministry. Oh, yes. They can break a ministry or they can make a ministry. One day, there was a woman in this church. She took, committed a large number of committed members. Members who were doing things in the church. She took them all out of the church. Men and women, she took them out of the church. I'm telling you. And I knew that there was something about that woman. I'm telling you. There was something about that woman. You see, look, don't think that your somewhereness is ordinary. You are a target for the enemy. Because the enemy knows that if the spirit of the Lord overtakes you, you can be a great support to the ministry. Oh, yes. Women are a great support. Look, Jesus' ministry was supported mainly by these women. Mainly by these women. Mainly by these women. There were rich men. Yeah, they would come and they would buy grave cemetery to bury him and so. But supporting him in the ministry, they were talking about the women. Amen. Amen. There was another woman also. Do you want to know all these things? There was another woman also at one point in time in the church decided to turn the hearts of women against women. Oh, yes. In the church. In the church. You see, women can either make the ministry or break the ministry. 
So be careful as a woman because the enemy can target you and use you by the words you say, by the way you walk. You're, you're walking alone, it can break a ministry. Oh, yes. I say, I'm telling you something. You can walk, you can have a certain walk, and when you walk down the aisle, all the women, they will know the language that you are speaking. They will understand. They will get it, and they know that you are driving them out. You are telling them, get out of here. You will walk down here, and then you are telling that, I don't respect any of you. But, you see, we have not said anything. That is the power that the woman has. And the enemy can use that. So if you have that power, the, the, the Spirit of God can also use you such that you will say something and so many people make a decision to join the church. Hallelujah. Believe me. One woman. Ten people against each other. One woman. And then you can, you see that you will be removed from there and then everything is okay. It's a demon. I said, it's a demon. It's a demon. Women brought down many ministries in the Bible. Look, Adam's ministry was brought down by a woman. Adam's ministry came down by a woman. Abraham, Abraham's ministry. Hey! Abraham's ministry came down by whom? Samson's ministry. Samson's ministry. Samson. Look, I'm telling you, as a woman, they can make a ministry or break it. Elijah, he was on the run. Elijah, a prophet, a powerful prophet, running away because there's a Jezebel who has risen. Jezebel. John the Baptist ministry came to a dead halt. Dead. He said, this is the end of your ministry. No more preaching. Through a woman. Herodias. He says, I'll take care of you. One woman. Break a whole ministry. May the Lord deliver you from that spirit. But one sign, one sign, one sign that you are delivered from demons. One sign that you are delivered from demons as a woman is that you follow the things of God. Amen. You begin to follow. He says, these women who were delivered from demons, they were following Christ. They were following. You see that your heart, you want to be there. There is danger, tiredness, but you want to be there. It's a sign that you are delivered from demons. It's a clear sign that you are free from demons. I'm telling you. I am telling you. You may not like my preaching. But I'm preaching. It's a sign that you are delivered. When you are not delivered, you see, yourself is in it. You see, everything is driving you away. Everything is making you angry. Even if you are tired small, you don't want to come. Your comfort, your skin, you woke up and you saw some lines here. You are not coming. But this woman, he says... Afar off, they were beholding. This was when Jesus was being crucified. They were there. A sign that you are delivered from demons is that you are following closely. You are coming closely. 
Look, it's not your fault that you don't want to be here. It's not your fault that when you are tired, you want to sleep. These women, they were delivered. The Bible says, women who have been delivered from demons and healed from their diseases. They were coming. They were following. And another sign would be that you will support the ministry. You will support the ministry. Hallelujah. You will support the ministry. A, a sign, a sign that, a sign that God is within us. A sign that we are free from demons and God is with us. A sign that we are, we, we are really with God. Do you want to know that sign? Yes. It is that you feel love in the church. Yes. That is a sign. Because the Bible says God is love. When you come to the church and they, you say, I feel love. I feel that people are very loving. The people are welcoming. It means that God is with the people. <laughs> Hallelujah. It means that God is with the people. Look at John chapter 13 and verse 35. John 13 and verse 35. We are almost done. Don't be angry with me. We are almost done. Hallelujah. He says, by this shall all men know, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one to another. This is when people will know that you are true disciples of God. You are true followers of God. When you have love one for another, nothing. It's not when we put a signboard in front of the church that this is the church of God. That is not a sign. That is not the indication that God is here. But the indication that God is here is that when you come, Jeff, you feel love. When you come here, Jeffrey, you feel that there is love in the place. That is a sign that God is here. That is a sign that these are the disciples of God. Because God is love. God is love. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hand together for Jesus. Amen. Listen, today is the last day of the Lycos, so let's just let's finish this chapter. Okay. Acts chapter 9 and verse 36. I say women are great support of the ministry. Women, great support of the ministry. Without women, we cannot have the ministry. So it's not by accident. It's not by chance that when you see the choir is full of women. It's not by chance. There is a special thing that God has placed in their hearts. They have special love for God. They have special love for the things of... It's not by chance that you hear that this woman has bought this for the church. This woman wants the church to do... This woman has... It's not by chance. It is a thing that God has placed in you. And when you are delivered from demons, your heart goes out to do these things. It is a sign that you are free from demons. May you be free from all the demons that are in you. May the Lord set you free from all the demons... That are in you. You are not receiving. May you be delivered. Whether you like it or not, you are delivered. I say you are delivered. May you be delivered. May you be set free from every demonic possession. Gossiping. Your eyes, the way it speaks. The way you walk. May the spirit of God take over. The way you dress. May the spirit of God take over. Hallelujah. May you be set free. And whom the Lord set free be free indeed. He says, now there was, a, there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, 
which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works. Full of good works. And arms deed, which she did. You see, may your story be written in the Bible. Amen. That this woman was full of good works. She did so many things for the church. One day we were there and two women, they came together. We said, we want to buy TV for the church. I said, there's a thing about women that God has placed in them. There's a thing about women. There's a thing about women. I'm telling you. They have a heart. They have a heart. They, come, you see, they are there. They are there. Something with you. I, I, I want to. You see, it's not ordinary that you are there and you want to do something for the church. You want to just do something for God. You ask yourself, has it occurred to you even to do that? It's not because you are not delivered. But when you are delivered, I'm telling you, when you are delivered, you would want the church to host things in your house. You will open your house. You see, I want them to come. To, why? I want them to come to me. You see, when you are set free, I am preaching to you. I say, I am preaching to you. You may not like it, but I'm preaching to you. If you receive it, you'll be free. It's not by chance. It's not by accident. That you are there and do you like cleaning? Yes. Is it that you, you want your house to be dirty? You want people to come? But you see, you have a desire. Are they having a meeting? I want it to be in my house. This man. The next one also. I want, can, you, can we always do? That is your heart. That is your heart. When you are set free, you want to support the ministry. Because yourself doesn't come in. You are ruled by another spirit. You are led by another spirit to buy things for the church, to support the ministry, to do things for the church. It's another spirit. Wow. Look at Tabitha. He says, and now there was as Joppa a certain, when you read these stories, let it minister to you. Let it minister to you. He says, why is this woman's name mentioned in the Bible? Why? Why is this woman's name, why all these women, they are listed in the Bible? Look, he says, now there was a Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works. Hey, may the Bible say about you that you are full of good works. Amen. The heavens will speak of you that you are full of good works. He said this woman was full of good works and arms deeds, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died. Whom? When they had washed, they laid her in an upper chamber. And for as much as Leda was nigher to Joppa, or as much as Leda was closer to Joppa, and the disciples heard that Peter was there, Peter was in Joppa, they sent unto him two men. You see, there are certain people, when they die, they just pack them and then they bury them. Do you understand? There are certain people, when they are in a death situation, when they are in a death situation, the whole church comes to a halt. When they are in certain situation, it stops the whole church because of what they do for the church, because of the things they do for the church. It says, when they heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two, two men, desiring him that he would not delay to come then. He should not delay. As soon as they heard that Peter was in Joppa, they sent two men. They said, don't delay. Come quickly. Because Tabitha is dead. 
Amen. The next verse. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber. And all the widows stood by him weeping. Why are they weeping? Why are the widows weeping? Why are the widows weeping? That this woman has died. The women, they have lost their husbands. And one woman in the church has died. But Bible says all the widows were weeping. All the widows were weeping. And showing the coats and the garments which Dorcas made. Dorcas had made clothes for them. These were poor widows. They didn't have clothes. Winter clothes. Dorcas was making clothes for them. Dorcas making clothes for them. Making clothes for them. In the church, she was a health ministry. A health minister. Making clothes for them. So they were weeping when Peter came. If you were a pastor, you'll be touched. Every prayer that is in your heart, you'll pray to God concerning this. Because Dorcas has died. Because Dorcas has died. I believe this story was written in the Bible for women. That women... I tell you, let your heart be in the ministry. Put your heart to do something in the ministry. Every death situation in your life, it shall come back to life. Every death situation in your life, it shall come back to life. The things that are impossible, they say it is dead, it is closed, it is final. The chapter is closed because of your heart towards the ministry. It shall come back to life. There's a special thing that God has placed in the hearts of women. Amen. If you are a husband, push your wife, push your wife to do the work of the ministry. It will bring blessings into your home. Because there's a thing about women. There's a thing about women. Hallelujah. Some of you, when you see, when your wife, there are some husbands, they fight with their wife because they support the ministry. They say you give too much to the ministry. Statistically, women are more generous than men. Please, I'm a man. Also, don't come, don't come and fight me. It is statistics. Amen. Amen. That is why when we are making raising, don't sit with your husband. Because you sit with your husband. How many of you can give a thousand? And you are lifting your hand. Your husband says, hey, hey. Uh, you have a thousand. Uh, where is it? Where is it? When we go home, you will see. When we go home. But Dorcas, he says, the women, the widows stood by him, weeping, 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 and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. Look, look, Peter, look, look, if it wasn't for Dorcas, look, all this we are wearing, Dorcas made them for us. We have no husbands. Dorcas made them for us. The next verse. But Peter put all of them forth and kneeled down. He went down on his knees. I said, when you see a thing like that, you will go down on your knees. The pastor kneeled down and prayed. And turning him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. You need to arise for this ministry. You need to arise for these widows. You need to arise. You are needed, Tabitha. Arise. And she opened her eyes. 
and she opened her eyes. I say, for your heart towards the ministry, every death situation is coming back to life. Every death situation is opening eyes and lightening up because of your heart for the ministry. She opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. She sat up. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, presented her alive. Say, alive. 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 Because of her heart towards the ministry. Because of, he says, she was full of good works. She was full of good works. Her good works brought her alive. Her good works prompted them to call the pastor. You need to come now. May your good works prompt the heavens to come to your aid. Now. Your good works. It will prompt heavens to come to your aid. Your good works. The last scripture. You may not like it, but I have to read it and then we go. See, because I have to read it also. Because there are some people who don't do anything for the church. But when they need help, they want the whole church to run. Okay? First Timothy chapter 5. First Timothy chapter 5. And verse 9. This quickly, let's read this and then we shall go home. It says, Let not a widow be taken into the number under three score years old, having been the wife of one man. Well reported of... Okay, let's read the NIV so that we can finish quickly, and then we'll close. Verse 9, it says, no widow, listen very carefully, it says, no widow may be put on the list of widows unless she's over 60. You see, they, were, they had widows, women in need, who needed the church's help. The church was providing for them. They were helping them. So they had a list of widows. And so they go through them, this one, they will give this, this one will get this, this one. The church was helping all of them. Now Paul said, no widow may be put on that list of widows unless she's over 60 and has been faithful to her husband. So please. <laughs> when, the, when the church's inheritance does not cover you, you understand why. And is well known of her good deeds. Do you see? The church is providing help to these women who were well known for their good deeds, such as bringing up children, such as teaching Sunday school. Do you understand? Such as volunteering in Sunday school, watching the babies. Sometimes we say, oh, we want to buy Christmas presents for the children. And the women who have children are the ones who fight us. The women who have children that we are buying gifts for their own children, they fight us. Hey! May the Lord deliver you from every demon. Every demon. He says, such as bringing up children and showing hospitality, washing the feet of the saints, Helping those in trouble and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. These are the people who should be on the list. These are the people who we should run to. Do you understand? People, there are people when we ask, when we are doing things and we ask them, you ask for one thing, they will do like five of the things for you. 
There are some others also when we are asking to do something, they will tell you point blank they won't do it. Or they will charge you so much money. People want to make money out of the church. You are not a helper. If you are doing anything for the church and you are charging us more than you are spending, you are a businesswoman. And you are, you are a businesswoman in the church. You are not a helper. Amen. You are not a helper. You are making a small pan of jollof rice or you are making a small pan of fried fish and then you say you will charge us $300. Even I can make it with $25. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Have a heart to support the ministry. Look, have a heart to support the ministry. Every dead situation in your life, it shall come to life. Have a heart, have a heart to support the ministry. Say to yourself, this behavior that I don't have a heart to support, it must be demonic. It must be demonic. Say all kinds of deeds. And then verse, as for verse 11, he says, as for the younger widows, do not put them on the list at all. <laughs> they can work. For when their sexual, when their sensual desires, when something is doing them, when their sensual desires, he says, as for these widows, like the younger ones, forget about them. When they, are, when they are sensual desires come, right away they want to marry and forget about Christ. Put your hands together for the Lord. Our time is up. Stand to your feet. I didn't write the Bible. Don't blame me. Sensual desires. Oh, Lord. Use the women in this church. Use the man. Raise up on his sephiros. Raise up on his sephiros. Have a desire. Pray to the Lord. May you be, may you have the heart of an sephiros. May you have the heart of an sephiros. That the Lord will bless you and your family for having the heart of an sephiros. May the Lord touch your heart. May the, head ta- may the Lord touch your heart. The spirit of you, man. The, se- the spirit of you, man. May you have that spirit. The spirit of Priscilla. The spirit of Aquila. Oh yes, may you have that spirit. May the Lord give you that spirit. A spirit to help. A heart to help. A heart to help. A heart to help. He said you will be remembered for your good deeds. May you have the heart of Tabitha. The heart of Dorcas. May you have that heart. A help minister. May the Lord transform the woman in this church into help minister. The Lord will transform you. You will bear your heart to the Lord. He will change you. He will transform you. You will become a helper in the house of God. Yes. Can use you. The Lord can use you. The Lord can use you. 
Father, we are thankful this afternoon for your word. We thank you, Lord, for this enlightenment and opening of our eyes. We thank you, Father, for the hearts that have been touched, the hearts that have been transformed into the hearts of Onesephorus, the hearts that have been transformed into the hearts of Aquila, and to the hearts of Priscilla, the heart that have been transformed into the hearts of Dorcas, the heart that have been transformed into the hearts of Urban. Father, we thank you for these hearts. We thank you, Lord, for this transformation. We thank you, Lord, that you have transformed our church into a church of helpers. We are grateful to you, O Lord. We thank you. Father, if there be anything in us that stands in our way, anything that stands that makes us, oh God, not capable of helping and supporting. Father, we have a desire to support the ministry. I pray, Lord, that you set us free from such obstacles. If there be any demons in us, Father, set us free from such demons that we will support the ministry, that we will follow closely in the name of Jesus. As the Lord said, he said there were other women that were with him. May there be several women in this church that will be with the ministers of this church, that will support the ministry of this church in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh Lord, for the men. Father, touch their hearts. Transform them. Father, them that have a desire, O oh Lord, to be ministers, to be helpers, I pray, Lord, that you make way for them. Father, as we did not, we did not know and we did not even think that we will one day be used by you in the ministry. Lord, touch their hearts also and make them help us. Transform them. In. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here with all eyes closed and every head bowed, if you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Christ. Wherever you are, just lift up your hand. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to receive salvation. When I die, I want to go to heaven. I want to be with Jesus. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, lift up your hand. Let's just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You say, I want to give my life to Christ. You say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Christ? Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Wonderful. Now I want to pray for anyone who is here. You have a desire. You have a hard desire to do the work of God. You want to be used by the kingdom of God. You want Jesus to use you in the ministry. You say you want to be a helper in the ministry. You know that there's something in your heart, something that causes you to have such desire for the things of God and for the work of God. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You have a hard desire. You want to work for God. Anyone, you want to work for God. You want to work for God. Lift up your, keep your hand up and I want to pray with you. You have a hard desire. You say, I want to do the work of God. I want to work for God. I want to be a lay minister. I want to be a lay pastor. If that is you, lift up your hand. Father, behold the hands that are lifted up. 
Lord, behold these hands that are lifted up. There were other 70 also that you chose and you sent. Lord, look at these hands. Father, behold these hands. As a minister of the gospel, Lord, I ask to behold these hands that they will stand with me. I pray, oh God, let that spirit that is upon me, let that spirit be upon them. In the name of Jesus. The spirit that is upon the bishop, let that spirit be upon them. In the name of Jesus. Father, let that spirit descend upon them. Fill them with that spirit. The spirit that is in this church, let that spirit fill them. The spirit of the teaching of the word of God. The spirit of the prophecy. The spirit of miracle workers. The spirit of teaching. The anointing that is in this house. Let that spirit come upon these ones. In the name of Jesus. Father, that they shall stand. That the pastor, he said that you will not do the work by yourself alone. Now fill them with the spirit. 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 Father, there is help needed. Fill them with the spirit. A helper spirit. Let it come upon them. Receive a helper spirit. Receive a helper spirit. Receive a helper spirit. Receive a helper spirit. A spirit that will cause you to support in the ministry. A spirit that will cause the people to hear your voice. They will listen to you. When you open your mouth, keep your hands up. They will hear you when you open your mouth. They will listen to you. When you speak, your words shall not fall to the ground. May the Lord fill you with that spirit that is in this house. Fill them with that spirit. Fill them with that spirit. Lord, you know there is need for help. You say the work indeed is plenteous. The harvest indeed is great. I pray to you, the Lord of the harvest, send forth help. Fill them with the spirit of God. Fill them with the spirit. Fill them with the spirit. Oh, fill them with the spirit. Let the spirit come upon them and fill these ones. Touch their hearts, oh God. Touch their hearts. Let them be true helpers of the ministry. Help, help. Let the help arise from among these ones. Let help arise from among these ones. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus.
help that is rising in this church. For the ministers that are being born out of these people. We thank you, Lord, for the elders that you are raising up. We thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. I thank you in the name of Jesus. And all the saints, join me and shout with the loudest. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.